Well, three-time MSU alumna Kathy Wilbur is Senior Vice President for Government Relations at MSU, and Katie John is Associate VP for State Relations and an MSU alumna too. It's great to welcome them both to MSU today to sort of talk about what their Office of Government Relations does and state support for MSU. So great to have you both in. We appreciate the opportunity, Russ. Thank you. And Kathy, why don't we start with you? Just give us a little bit of your background and and why you like this work. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, I really started work in the Michigan State Senate, and I had the good fortune to work with what was then the chair of the higher education budget. So it really kind of uh, fostered my love. Uh, Obviously, I was a college graduate at that point. Uh, but, you know, we loved, we both did, uh, both he and I, he was a former professor here at Michigan State, Bill Cedarberg, and was then our state senator. And it fostered a real love. I ran for the MSU Board of Trustees and was elected uh, to serve. I then did government work. I was in the uh, a governor's administration and on cabinet for 12 years. But right after that, I returned to higher ed. And it was because I, I love to see the transformational power of higher education and how it impacts young people, middle-aged people, old people. Um, I've been very happy to be at Michigan State for close to five years now and uh, hope that continues for a long time to come. And Katie, how about you? Yes, thank you. And thank you, Russ, for having us here today. Um, I have a similar um, background to Kathy in all that we both started in the Michigan legislature. So I was a student at MSU and did an internship downtown. Um, I really didn't know. Um, I didn't have a party affiliation or any um, necessarily political views, but took the internship and fell in love. Um, So worked in the Michigan Senate for years, worked for um, Senate Democratic leader Bob Emerson. Um, He was a big proponent of higher ed and how it could transform lives. Um, And so then um, I worked on central staff, worked on some campaigns, so got to know the system kind of from both sides. Um, And then from there, I went to work at Western Michigan University, where I worked in their government relations office for close to 15 years. So, so happy to be back to my alma mater, MSU. So let's talk about MSU's Office of Government Relations. What's sort of the mission? Well, I think it's fair to say what we all are advocates for the university. And, but we're kind of divided into we have a federal operation. We have two, three folks in Was- who are based in Washington, D.C., who work with the Congress, but work with the whoever uh, is in charge of the administration, whoever's president, the various federal departments and agencies. And sometimes we do more work within the departments and agencies than we even do in the Congress. Stateside, um, you know, Katie and I work the state legislature. Uh, that's where we receive our largest sum of money on an annual basis, really operational dollars to run the university. But it's not just budgetary. We obviously respond and react to legislation that's introduced that could impact anybody on this campus. There's currently legislation that talks about animal research. Well, we have a fair amount of that on a campus like this. We also have a school of vet med. So there's a lot of interesting voices that we have to make sure we hear from. Um, So there's legislation, there's funding, et cetera. The other two pieces are that we are very engaged in our community. And we have a community representative who works with the city of Lansing, East Lansing, Meridian Township, any of those environs, the Lansing Regional Chamber, groups like LEAP, uh, CAPCOG, et cetera. And then we have our Spartan Advocate Program, uh, which really has been a very significant grassroots effort 
to allow us to have other people advocate with us who aren't necessarily, people know what Katie is going to say when they see her darken their door. They know what I'm going to say. They know what, you know, Sarah's going to say in Washington, D.C. (laughs) But if you have an advocate who is calling or writing in from Roscommon, Michigan, it's likely they're an alum, but it's not limited to alums who have understood the value of other voices being heard to legislators, to policymakers, to say, yep, this is important. It's important for the students at Michigan State, or it's important for the faculty, or frankly, whatever work they're doing that can impact folks across the state. So that's a very key effort led by Jeremy Ruder. He's doing a great job. We have about 3,000 advocates, but we're always trying to grow that number as well. And anyone interested in being an advocate can go to MI Spartan Impact. That's MI like the MI for Michigan, mispartanimpact.msu.edu. Katie, what would you add about the mission, or did Kathy cover it there pretty much? She did do a nice <laughs> job covering it. I will say that government relations is sometimes not the most, well, not sometimes, all the time. It's not the most prominent office at a university. Sometimes I people don't know we exist, or if they do, they're maybe a little confused on what we do. We are indeed advocates for overall the mission of the university, Um, but we also can help facilitate relationships. So if you uh, need help at finding the proper contact at MDOT, chances are between our office, someone will have a contact that they can help put you in place with the right person or help facilitate a meeting. So a lot of our job focuses on relationships and trying to have that network that also is beneficial to the university. And, you know, to Katie's point, uh, I don't want people to think that's just true at MSU, that they don't necessarily think of government relations or know we exist. I know I, I worked with Katie while she was at Western. I was at Central Michigan for about uh, close to 16 years. Very same attitude there. Um, It's not their business to wake up and think about government relations or do we have a relationship with these people or where do we get our money? Um, We understand that. Uh, But we can be very useful to people. Katie's absolutely right. We are facilitators as well as advocates. And we want people to know that. Take advantage of us. So what is the state of the budget right now? The state of state support, if you will. It was a great year. We were very excited. I I think probably you noticed, Russ, along with others, there was a little money this year. Uh, We were thrilled. Uh, We received a 4% base increase for our operational budget. Uh, But that also means there was a 4% increase for extension and for ag bio research. They received separate line items. No other university in the state can claim that. Uh, places like Extension and Ag Bio have such tremendous networks across this state that whenever anybody raises the question about why do they get a separate line item, it's shot down pretty quickly. Uh, talk about advocates for the university. But what they really are is reflective of our mission as a land grant. They are doing all of the outreach, not all of it, but a great deal of it, for the university. And Katie and I will talk to legislators. They may not know us. They may not know much about Michigan State. Maybe they attended college. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they went to Northern Affairs or whatever. What they know is extension. So we're very pleased about that, and that continues. And then we 
received other dollars, very important dollars for renovation of the MSU greenhouses here on campus, where it might just sound like you're growing flowers. That's where a tremendous amount of research is done for the College of Ag and Natural Resources. And then also, people may recall, we had fires at our dairy barns. We received money to be able to rebuild out there and frankly bring it up to a, a higher level, a state-of-the-art level that it needs to be. And we received other dollars. We run the Apple MSU Academy in Detroit. We received funding for that. Uh, the Center for Prevention of, of Mass Violence here on campus. Um, so we were very, very pleased with this year's budget. And just recently, announcement of some scholarships, right, that the president and provost thanked the governor publicly for. Correct. Yeah. A huge bipartisan effort um, and both the governor and the legislature really coming together to negotiate a huge lift for students. It's $250 million for the graduating class of 23, um, and they will be eligible, depending on their family contribution, um, up to $5,500 per student um, to further their higher education career. So a huge lift. Um, and nice to see that um, even in these strenuous political times when elections are taking place across our state that still in Lansing they can get the work done um, when they put their heads together. So we were, we were really pleased. Katie said it's a big lift, but it's also a big lift because it really makes a different statement. Um, I heard two pieces of data yesterday. One was Michigan ranked 49th or 41st, they weren't sure, either one is bad, um, in the level of state support for financial aid programs across the state. That is before this program was passed and signed into law. So this really is a very significant statement, and we hope it continues. But we're working with a term-limited legislature. Many of the folks who voted for this are leaving as of December 31st. We hope we can, you know, continue the advocacy and convince folks of the of the validity and the importance of programs like this. And you segue right into my next question. We do have an election coming up, and there's redistricting. How does that impact us? What what's important to know there? Well, everybody's up this year, um, except for our two U.S. senators, which is kind of interesting. Uh, so we, we start from the governor, those uh, key administrative roles, attorney general, secretary of state, lieutenant governor, of course, who runs with the governor. Uh, but everybody in the state house and the state senate is up. They're either leaving under term limits, so there are new people running in their seats, uh, or there are folks who are seeking reelection. And we don't know yet. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I, we don't know yet. Uh, we have suspicions of people who we think will probably win, uh, but we don't know that until November. I'm very fearful that we won't know the day after the election, that counting seems to take longer each time there's an election, because we want to know. We want to know who's in. We want to know which Spartans were elected. Uh, we currently have 28 Spartans who serve in the House and the Senate. Uh, we, I think this year, have something like 40 who are running. Uh, some are probably within that 28, but we want to know who they are. And then we want to know who's going to be chairing our committees and who's going to serve on those committees that we work with the most frequently. Um, our members of Congress are up. Uh, you know, we certainly have a member of Congress who we've worked very closely with. Uh, we don't know if this person will be reelected or not. So it feels like jump ball. Um, you might guess from my height, I never played basketball, but I know what a jump ball is. So there you go. Uh, so it, it feels very uncertain at this point. We wish we had answers and we don't really have answers. We're just watching like everybody else. 
But one of the ways that MSU helps new policymakers is our program out of the Institute for Public Policy and Social Research, mm-hmm. lovingly known as IPSER, uh, where we really get try to get these new legislators up to speed, right? Right. We do it every two years. And IPSERS works very closely with government relations. Katie has not been through this cycle yet, so she'll see how it goes. Um, But it's early December, so they have not begun to serve yet. Uh, They have been elected, they've been certified, but they have not begun to serve yet. And something that we see when we have done this in the past is really wonderful relationships. Doesn't matter the party. People just find commonality. They have common interests. They have a same similar lifestyle. They whatever. I unfortunately, I think we see some of that lost once they begin to serve. Um, I think it becomes much more partisan, which is unfortunate. But it's a program that introduces them, of course, to Michigan State. But what we're really trying to do is introduce them to what it means to serve as a legislator. What's it like to manage an office? What's it like to hire the people to serve in that office? And then what's it like, I mean, I think they are thinking about, as they would, the legislation that they'll deal with on the floor. Have they thought about what the state budget means? We usually have the state budget director or the heads of the two fiscal agencies attached to the House and the Senate who will come in and explain the budgetary process. Uh, We're hoping to put together a panel discussion of some of the uh, department directors. Um, You know, they'll deal with all the departments, but some of those departments where they think they'll have the most interaction, whether it's EGLE or NAT resources or corrections, um, bring some of those folks together. So it's it really is an introduction to Lansing. Um, it is a wonderful opportunity for MSU to be able to host this. And I wish I knew, and I don't know how many years we've done it now, but it's been quite a while. And it's always a very um, well thought of program. Uh, all the current leaders are the ones who really invite and encourage the new folks to participate. And last year, or last time we did this two years ago, we had 100% participation. I think one member could only come to one session, but other than that, everybody participated. Well, let me ask you both you have extensive experience in higher education, just in general terms not only for MSU, but higher education moving forward. What are you optimistic about? What maybe concerns you about its state and health and future? (laughs) Well, and I think we touched on it um, in the beginning and what um, attracted us to higher ed, and it is indeed that transformational power that um, coming to work at an institution like MSU every day, you see how it impacts people's lives. So it's easy to advocate for an institution like that. Um, But frankly, sometimes, I think especially downtown in Lansing, we have an uphill battle. I don't think that everyone fully understands higher ed um, and its impact. They may draw conclusions or have assumptions that aren't 100% accurate. So I think we do have a large opportunity with a large incoming class. I think close to 60 new members we'll expect to have at the Ipsers. Um, new legislator program, we have an opportunity to really demonstrate that value and to um, maybe um, dispute some of those myths that are out there about higher ed. So um, on one hand, it's negative that maybe they don't have the best impression of higher ed, but then you see opportunity where hopefully we can work with them and and show them different. And I would say similar to what Katie said, but I, I would go Uh, to maybe another, a little higher level than that. I think what we're experiencing, not just in Michigan, but across the country, 
is more of a questioning of the value of a higher education in general. Katie talks about it with our legislators, which is absolutely true. We have many legislators who have not themselves attended college, and they're saying, look, I got myself elected to the Michigan State Senate. Okay, didn't need a degree to do this, and they don't. You know, maybe they run a successful business within their district, or, you know, they're very successful farmers or something, you know, and they're well-known, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, with the legislature, there's still an element of, you know, a popularity contest to some degree. You know, how many people do you know and how many people like you? Um, but but there is, they are hearing that from their constituents as well. Boy, a college education is expensive. What's the real value for Susie or Harry, my kids? Uh, why are we doing this? And, and I think that is a bigger question that higher education has to ask itself in general. I think it's something which people, if they're listening, and they would listen to you. I don't know that they would listen to Kathy and Katie, but you know, I, you know, they're going. They have fifty thousand students. What are they talking about? You know, yes, we are extremely fortunate, but we're also a Big Ten university. That is a certain draw already. Katie and I come from campuses that are suffering. You know, from student loss in enrollment. We're very worried about that. Um, that's not a good long term picture for the state. And so that's, that's, I think, something that we really have to try to answer and respond to and, and have great examples. Again, no better advocates than our own students who come in with varied, varied backgrounds and who, again, can walk into legislator X's office who might be their representative and say, this is why I went to school. And this is what I am finding of such value. Um, and oh, by the way, I have a job all lined up. You know, I don't graduate for another nine months, but I'm set. And it's those kinds of cases that we have to be always, always aware of and making. Well, Kathy and Katie, wonderful conversation, very enlightening. Just any final thoughts as we close about government relations and what you want people to know? I think we always encourage people to reach out. We are there to help. So um, we, we're always happy to hear um, from faculty, staff, students. Um, if you have an issue or think we could assist, please reach out. Um, I will say it's that time of year. We should encourage people to exercise their civic duty, go out and vote. Um, and we love to see, we know that MSU votes. Uh, we have great participation on our campus, so we encourage uh, people to keep that up. And I will just say thank you for not asking us about athletics unless you'd like to talk about the women's soccer team. We would be happy to talk about that. But because really, of course, a lot of people downtown want to talk about MSU athletics. Right. Um, everything Katie said. Um, you know, I uh, we work very closely with MSU Votes here on campus. That'd be another great show for you. Um, not to be directive, but sometimes I love am. it. Uh, but, uh, you know, that is just so important. And what we have, the, our literature shows this, that the younger you are when you register to vote, the more likely you, you are to be a lifelong voter. And that's what we feel is our responsibility. No matter the party, no matter your affiliation, we want you to participate in, in the elected process. Right. Well, that's Kathy Wilbur. She's Michigan State University's Senior Vice President for Government Relations. And Katie John is Associate Vice President for State Relations in the Office of Government Relations. And you can Google this on your own or just go to govrelations.msu.edu to accept Katie's invitation. So thank you both for coming in today and enlightening us. Thank you for the opportunity, and go green. Go white. Thank and I'm you. Russ White. This is MSU Today.